everybody. Welcome to the Sports. 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. It's almost Christmas time. Oh, I'm in the holiday spirit. It's the holiday season. Oh, boy. Doop de doo and dickery dock. And don't forget to hang up your sock. Guys, I'm coming down the chimney now. You know what's nice when you go to the department store? Yeah. Someone's playing piano. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's one of those old-timey things I really appreciate around Christmas. Yeah. You know, they could do that year-round. There's yeah. just no reason well, not why. at these piano player prices. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> because they're playing a dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I what, made you, you out of clay. Anytime they're just like, I'm asking for a raise. I'm like, yeah, how's your ska band doing? <laughs> hey, that's not cool. I still you on, on ska bands. <laughs> yeah, they really don't have a lot of keyboards usually. No. they And they never have to knock on wood, but they know someone who has. <laughs> So the holiday season, what are your some of your favorite uh, holiday sports traditions, Phil? Uh, my favorite holiday sports tradition, I try to beat the first level of GoldenEye as fast as I can. <laughs> Not <laughs> so a, you got to look down at the ground, run right through, jump off the dam. Doesn't feel like a short sports, level. That doesn't yeah. feel like a sports tradition. 36 seconds. Esports, Jordan, oh, which are now real sports yeah. and suggesting otherwise is bullshit. Electronic sports. And I'm yeah. not talking about drone racing, which is also awesome. Yeah. The problem, the thing with drone racing is I've watched it. Yeah. It's difficult to watch. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't lend itself to being televised like other sports. They look like mosquito lights. Just yeah. going vroom. Yeah. And you can't really follow the camera on the thing. And it looks cool for a second, but it's, you uh, need like a POV from the drone. Yeah, but it's it's they, going they too cut fast. To that. They, but it's oh. like too fast yeah. to make oh, heads. Oh, it's or too tails. fast to make any heads or tails. But no. it does kind of look like um the speeder thing on the on Endor and Star yeah. Wars Return yes, of the Jedi. It does, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's kind of fun. I mean, my favorite holiday sports tradition is obviously the Thanksgiving Day game. Right, but, but now we're rounding into Christmas. We're done yeah. with that, I don't think Joel. there's any... I mean, it was understood in my family that, like, my you know, my mom did not tolerate sports on Christmas Day. Okay. They'd always have, like, NBA games, and my dad would be like, well, I kind of want to watch that. Mom would be like, but we're not going to. But did she tolerate Christmas. ham? Well, yeah. There we go. That's the important stuff. I mean, Jordan, what's your favorite sports tradition on this very Merry Christmas. I would say my favorite sports tradition is the end of uh, Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. And I want to, I wanna, like, leave a relative's house. Yeah. And I start watching the Aloha Bowl, the Hawaii Bowl, <laughs> ah, yeah. in the basement, you know? And then I just kind of, like, to myself, I'm just the, I kind of stash away and I watch the right. Hawaii Bowl. Because Aloha can mean hello or goodbye. Yeah, That's so, right. Yeah. And we are saying hello today yeah. to Leangelo Ball. What? Oh, got, yeah. got Leangelo on the. He's he, had a pretty big couple of months here. Arrested yeah. in China. Oof. Yep. Under hotel arrest uh, in a in a luxury uh, hotel. Poor mm-hmm. guy. Not unlike Dunstan. Right. He checked in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now his dad is pulling him off UCLA. He said he's getting him out. him out of there, and he's going to be playing yeah. Lithuania. Wow. In in Lithuania seems like an I, I felt Basket, like yeah gonna be playing basketball in Lithuania that's a, far a away. pretty <laughs> reasonable move by UCLA to be like hey you stole a bunch of stuff on international trip we're going to suspend you Lonzo Ball felt differently yeah he's like hey man he just stole some sunglasses but it's like yeah they were like five hundred dollars sunglasses to which he's like what's well, that's a ridiculous amount to pay for sunglasses that's why you steal them yeah and right. then it's like well he's got a point. Yeah, yeah, but I hate it when kids <laughs> storm away to Lithuania after they get caught doing something. So typical, these so, privileged yeah. college kids. Teenagers. Just storming away to Lithuania. Yeah, so, don't even yeah. say thank you. So they, um, well, yeah, he was he was tweeted about by the president. Yeah. yeah. That's an important 19-year-old. When I was 19, Barack Obama didn't even know who I was because he wasn't president <laughs> for a while. I wasn't even senator. Great Barry didn't know you? <laughs> no, Barry O. Uh, 
But uh, uh, so we, didn't know. We're gonna have uh, Leangelo Ball on. Yep. So I guess talk, talk about, about Lithuania. Going what, to Lithuania. Uh, yeah, yeah. What it's like to to play pro ball there. And oh, the yeah. other big scoop we have mm-hmm. is what? we have an anonymous Charlotte's Hornets player. That doesn't Ooh. seem like a good guy. No, no, no. Well, we don't know how good of a get he is because oh, it's yeah. anonymous. Yeah. But uh, they've gone to great lengths to conceal his identity. Even we will not know who he is as we're sitting here next to him in the. No, podcast. we're gonna do a yeah. voice change thing. And yeah. this is, is that why this guy is sitting over in the corner with the bag over his head? That that is exactly why. Huh, I was wondering. I just assumed you guys were in a kidnapping scheme. No, no keeping his just, identity. We just, <laughs> we just kidnapped a, a 610 person. I was, was very impressed. There was a closed door meeting uh, yeah. with uh, owner Michael Jordan with yeah. the players and and people have been trying to say figure out what went down in that meeting. And huh. no one's saying anything beyond uh, Jordan didn't yell. Didn't yell. He didn't yell. But didn't that's that's all they're yell. letting on. Oh, that's what a good boss does. But, you know, Jordan, yell. legendarily hyper-competitive. Very, yeah. Also, you have to figure that's only stoked by the fact that he has uh, a well-documented gambling problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you got to figure, you own an NBA team, he's got to be betting on it. And losing his shirt. So yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah he's making too much money on the bobcats, betting on the yeah. bobcats or profits wise. Yeah, yeah. Or, Luckily, or yeah, just by owning an NBA yeah. team. Which if he loses his shirt, nice. though, he's a Haynes guy. It's only a dollar <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. So we're going to talk to this anonymous Hornets player about what was said in the now infamous uh, Michael Jordan closed door meeting. Wow. And we have the stunning conclusion of a wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right, we do. But first. Shohei Otani, update, watch, update. Shohei Otani, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Shoshito Peppers. They're on the appetizer menu, but you don't order them! Oh, no, that's... The, the pepper growers of Japan <laughs> shelled out. We're, we're getting the big ones now. This yeah. is the whole point, I think. It's international crossover business. That I you believe got. shishito peppers uh, come from Cambodia. Yeah. Wait, really? Vietnam, Vietnam. Yeah, it's one of I those. I believe there are also well, color days in stupid. Cambodia yeah. where everyone's dressed in black. Holidays in Cambodia were never coming back. It's a song. Is it Ed Kennedy's? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but you know, it's a holiday. Sh- you know what? Screw you guys. <laughs> Shohei Otani reveals lifts of goals he made for himself in high school. Ooh. What? Sub headline: Vast majority about getting to third base. <laughs> sub sub headline: Because the triple is the most difficult hit in baseball, Otani has yeah. been getting to third base since he knew what a goal was. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I can't uh, tell if that was sexy or literal. Both. Yeah. Uh, two-way baseball player Shohei Otani is instantly the most fascinating player in a sport that could really use fascination. That's a fact. He has drawn comparisons to Babe Ruth for his ability as both a pitcher and a hitter, and the Los Angeles of Angels of Anaheim announced they will allow him to continue doing be- both, hmm. uh, pitching and hitting. Now, this is super cool, and it's good for baseball, which among uh, major sports is kind of like the chubby girl who dresses really slutty for attention. Yeah. No. Of the major sports. That's baseball. Yeah. However... If baseball's best minds in 1920, who allowed pitchers to throw on consecutive days and basically throw until their arms were no longer physically capable of circular motion, decided it was wise to use the game's best hitter and pitcher solely as a hitter, what makes it so smart this time? Yeah, this is an interesting question because uh, Babe Ruth was a real good pitcher. One of the best. And he stopped pitching. (laughs) Because hitting was more valuable. (laughs) Yeah. He was a pitcher. Yeah, but he was so heavy. He held the record for the was it most scoreless innings pitched in the World Series until yeah. like ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He did really well. He was great as a pitcher and set records as a pitcher before he became a full time. So hitter. if he's the Sultan of SWAT, then he's what the 
the shav. I can't think of a pitching term. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let, no let's the, let you finish here. The shav what, Phil? No, the uh, the the fair throw, throne sitter of throws. Maybe the ace of hearts. Hey, the ace of hearts. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what was so smart about it this time. Otani's own determination. Good for him. Babe Ruth was a fat man who literally would have to force himself to not eat hot dogs for a month just to fit his spring training uniform. The hot dog thing always feels like it's a lazy joke. Babe Ruth had a problem eating hot dogs specifically. Hot dogs yeah. are great. This is not a joke. They'd have to be like, well, I can't eat hot dogs for like a bit because I'm losing weight. Yeah. You know, I got to get back in game shape. He actually had a problem eating too many hot dogs. Good for him. Uh, Shohei Otani, on the other hand, has been preparing for this moment his whole life. Through the practice of goal setting and playing a lot of MLB The Show oh, yeah. 2K12. Oh, also also by game. growing up in Japan, where I imagine hot dogs are much less popular. <laughs> yeah, well, course, It's very hard to eat uh, hot dogs. Yeah, I imagine face. they're still popular. They're hot oh, dogs, sure. for Christ's sake. But, it's just tricky to, to eat. But, you know, it's it's thought of more as a traditional American food, so I right. bet it's more of like a special treat I was Japan. amazed when I was in Japan, lots of French bakeries, which is bread with meat in the middle. Yeah, you know, if you go through like Koreatown, there's a lot of like French bakeries. Yeah, uh, and I've I've I can't quite understand the connection there. It's but... just the thing. <laughs> According to MLB.com, photos of the goals Otani wrote for himself recently appeared on Japanese television. Those goals, when translated, show the high standard Otani has always set for himself and a casually aced, uh, racist attitude toward Koreans. Oh man! Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding, oh, kidding! 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 The goals go year by year from age 18 to 42, Oh, which is good. Uh, it starts at 18 because goals uh, 12 through 17 are all related to obtaining tentacle porn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys ready to go through the uh, Shoei Otani's yeah. goals? let's do it. Age 18, join an MLB team. Ah, all right. Join Swing no, and no, a miss, we're not doing. We're not doing Paul. <laughs> oh, this these. isn't a top 10 no, list. No, we're going to okay, average 24 sure. of these. Sure. Uh, age uh, 19, master English and reach AAA. Not bad. He could probably also go for Spanish here, and that'd be fine, too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, age 20, called up to majors, make 1.5 billion yen. That's, that sounds like a lot. It's 13 million U.S. Not bad. In now, his first year, I mean, that's a little... Now, he's going to be skipping AAA, and he's going to be going straight to the majors. So I feel like the first three, he's basically done. The money's yeah. not there, but he's good. Three for three. Well, he's four years behind. He's, he is four years behind. Uh, yeah. Age 21, starting rotation, 16 wins. Age yes. 22... Win the Cy Young Award. Age 23, member of Japanese WBC team. That's the World Baseball Classic. Oh, okay. Who says World Series Baseball Classic isn't growing the game? <laughs> he actually has already done this one, too. Yep. Uh, age 24, throw no hitter and 25 wins. Wow. Dang. Okay. Now, now, now we're starting to get very ambitious. Yeah. Age 25, throw the fastest pitch in the world, 175 kilometers per hour. That's like 190 miles an hour. 108 miles an hour. That's fast. <laughs> uh, now, the fastest current is 104, I believe. Yeah. Thereabouts. I mean, I'm, there's, people have measured 105, but then there's a whole thing about which way of measuring and which gun is more accurate. So Which way the wind's blowing. Yeah. Age 26, win the World Series and get married. Okay. Aww. Well, someone should inform him that an individual player <laughs> yeah. cannot win the World Series. <laughs> he, he appears to be under the impression also that the World Series champion receives a wife. Oh, yeah. And that's not... That's, you're going to have to figure that on your own. You know, and honestly, on the quality of wife, I have a feeling that if you were a World Series champion, you could get married yeah, probably based on Based on Justin Verlander this last offseason, yeah, he might have he might have misunderstood the connection there. 
Uh, age uh, 27, member of Japanese World Baseball Classic team and MVP. Of the World Baseball Classic? We assume so. This is I a huge step back from... Yeah, he, yeah. You, you'll pull that one off, buddy. Don't worry about it. Age 28, first son is born. Oh! Why a son? Nice? He specifically says son. Yikes. No, not baseball related. And yeah, you're right. That is a little shitty and gendered, but age, whatever. Age, age 29, throw second no-hitter. Feel like he could have squeezed yeah. this into when he was having the sun. He's running out yeah. of goals. Yeah. He's got zero baseball goals really followed by stretching. one no hitter. What what if his ERA is tapered off to like four point five at this point? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to be lead guitar in a punk band or something. <laughs> Age thirty, get most wins by a Japanese pitcher. Uh Currently yeah. 123 Hideo Nomo. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I mean, in this day and age, 123 is gonna be a lot of wins to rack up. Age 31, first daughter is born. Okay. Ah, so there gotta you have go. the son first. Yeah. 32, win second World Series. Okay. 33, second son is born. Dang. 34, win third World Series. Mm-hmm. 35, member of Japanese World Baseball Classic team. 36, break the strikeout record. At 36, he's trying to get up there. Uh, does he mean the career strikeout record? Presumably. Okay. 5,000. Well, here's the thing. Slow your roll. It's age 36, <laughs> and he does have the question mark there. So he's, oh, okay. he's throwing yeah. out there like, I don't know if I can do this. Considering like no one's gotten within 1,000. <laughs> age, age 37, first son starts baseball. Oh, what, that seven and, years old, six years old. Yeah, and presumably does no, so under the second. shadow of his Hall of Fame father, yeah, who that's... does the whole show up at practice, but hey, I'm not here thing. Right. That's not so much a him goal, is it? <laughs> no. It's barely, oh, yeah. son, I'm going to need to strong you into my sport. Other people are going to accomplish his goals for him? Come on. Age 38, stats drop, start to think about retirement. <laughs> that's sad. 39, decide to retire at the end of next season. Okay. 40. Throw no hitter in my very last game. Nice. <laughs> Cocky. I like it. He's going for it. Also, he really comes to terms with his retirement gradually. You see, yeah. age 38, yeah. my stats start to drop. Maybe I should hang it up. Age 39, next season. Age 40, awesome. Go yeah. out with a bang. Right, well, yeah. well, since he's already racked up 5,700 strikeouts with <laughs> age 36. Or he's, he's still like impregnating his wife over and over, being like, <laughs> when are you going to give me a son? <laughs> yeah, there better be a second daughter in here. Otherwise... Uh, no. Age 41, return to Japan. Okay. Huh. Age 42, introduce the American system to Japan. Okay. I mean, this is, by the way, a little ambitious. What makes him think he's going to be able to leave a place like Anaheim? <laughs> and what, you know. the American system of measurement? Like, oh, turn no, for no, he, miles means, an hour? he means baseball or prison industrial complex, oh, not health care. Phew. Yeah. But thank God. One of the first two. Yeah. Yeah. They might take to the prison industrial complex. Yeah, well, yeah. he's going to try to introduce them. Lock them up. <laughs> Lock. No, that's terrible. No, but anyway, that's uh, Shoei Otani's goal list there. Well, that's okay. fun. This, this kind of reminds me of my, <laughs> my friend Jeff Robke had a goal list that he made when he was in eighth grade. Uh, he put it in the inside of his closet and consisted of one thing, and it was B first chair trumpet, the Okemos High School uh, band. And then Nerds! Senior year rolled around, and I beat him. And he cried, and it was it was kind of funny. Just a reminder: this is a comedy podcast. Yeah, it's also about sport. You could have lied. Yeah, and just, you could oh, yeah. have lied and made that starting center fielder. Yeah, yep. no one would be the wiser. Yeah, uh, I I think all of our listeners probably would have known that I was not a starting center fielder. Let's do a show. 
news, 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 news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympics Death Watch. Pyeongchang Winter Olympics 2018 Death, 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 Death Watch. Brought to you by Levi's Jeans, the all American denim brand. <laughs> Pyongyang. Pyeongchang. Uh. 2018 Winter Olympic Stadium, too cold for comfort. Uh oh. But too hot to hold. Uh, <laughs> Subheadline Russia's issue unprompted blanket denial of any weather controlling satellites and or freeze rays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sub subheadline Russian delegation to IOC, we have no such problems with the cold. Yeah. Right. Uh, the the Pyeongchang winter is balmy. Is balmy <laughs> negative fifteen in Siberia right now. <laughs> uh, the Pyeongchang uh, winter games are facing uh, low ticket sales. The Uh-oh. Russian team being banned. North yep. Korean tension and the mm-hmm. Western world's general unease about how much Pyeongchang sounds like Pyongyang. Ah, yeah, a mistake that our our sports outsider made just earlier. It and sports outsider, sure, and Luis Fernandez. Yeah. Also made that mistake. The Pyeongchang yeah. Games in February may be the coldest Olympics in at least three decades. And you'll never guess why. Because it's in a cold climate area. Okay, you got a guess? Global warming? Uh, No, it's because the main stadium doesn't have a roof. Oh, yikes. Hey! <laughs> yeah. What an interesting choice. Yeah, leaving an estimated 35,000 spectators, including brittle world leaders. Yeah. Exposed to extreme cold for an opening ceremony expected to last at least four say, days. I really Yikes. feel like they should have Winter Olympics track and field events. You know, where it's like you're out in the snow, like you, you know. Isn't that what the cross country skiing and shooting one is? Well, kind of. Biathlon. But yeah. I'd like to see people run a 10k in the snow. I'd like to see people be like, "Oh, I'm going to win Why? the shot put," assuming I can find where it landed. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Reuters got a hold of an internal document which says uh, biting winds are expected, Ooh. and that's going to make conditions in the open-air stadium at the start of the games feel like fourteen uh, minus 14 degrees Celsius. Boom! Now we're talking, folks. The coldest uh, wind chill on record was minus 11 degrees at Lillehammer, whose stadium also lacked a roof. And that's so far the coldest Olympics for uh, which data is available. Yikes. South Korea built Pyeongchang's uh, $58 million stadium without a roof to save time and money. This is an admirable goal as they pass the savings on to their citizens, not corrupt construction companies, as with Sochi. Good. Yeah. Uh, but it seems they may have missed the mark as last month, uh, six people got hypothermia during a K-pop concert at the stadium. Oops. In fairness, yeah. though, isn't don't you get hypothermia when you're like sweating, but you're also cold? No, you get hypothermia so like, from freezing. Yeah, from from being I thought cold. That, no, I mean, I thought it sweating made it worse will lead you like, to getting. If more you're like cold. in a dense crowd and then you're sweating because skin's touching skin, I think that that causes hypothermia faster. Because back when I used what to run sort cross of naked country, crowd, no, do I mean, you think yeah. is happening at Presu- this? It would cause it when I was running once- cross country. They always said that you had to bundle up warm, even though you feel like you're hot, because there's a better chance for hypothermia when you're sweaty. Yeah, that's what I was led to believe. But and I mean, I'm so glad this story was about sports. Yeah, and not about first chair trumpet. Yeah, see, I was, I am adamant about this. You know, when you're in marching band, it's really tricky because your horn goes this flat. This is the most. <laughs> this is oh, a, that's a horn. This too. was the most cases of hypothermia at a concert since ten fans accidentally touched Rivers Cuomo at an oh, ill-fated Weezer. There we go. I thought you were going with the Arctic Monkeys on that Weezer one. But go shot. ahead. Oh my God, no. Uh, so South Korea is getting creative uh, with ideas ranging from distributing hot packs and blankets 
to speeding up security checks. Well, that's good. Well, let, this, let, that sounds like a more good dangerous idea. people in fashion. You know what I say? This always brings me back to the Ben Franklin quote, often falsely attributed to Thomas Jefferson. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little bodily warmth <laughs> deserve neither liberty nor bodily warmth. Yeah. yeah. This was about the Continental Congress installing a fireplace. Yeah. Is when that was oh. said. A lot of people don't realize there was a whole two-week break from debating about all of the other stuff. Back then, they used to talk about the real issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I commend this move here. I think as 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 a loyal upper, upper Midwesterner, I know that the colder it is, the better the sporting event is going to wind up being. Well, they're going to use audience participation during the pre-ceremony entertainment to help keep spectators warm, the document says, without mm. giving details, because they're probably super lame. They're going to make them do jumping jacks? Well, you're a great crowd. <laughs> Give yourself 15 jumping jacks. Ah. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Crisscross. Everybody clap your hands. Clap, 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 clap. Uh, but don't worry, there's better ideas, too. They're going to install more large windshields around the stadium. And a humanoid robot, which will reportedly bear the Olympic flame, may also serve as a distraction to the cold. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Wait, about, I'm sorry. Think about this a dancing robot. A distraction to the cold? Yeah, yeah. But what that's about, grabbing at straws. But look, here we got the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, mm-hmm. and Japanese prime minister, uh, Shinzo Abe. Abe. Abe, yeah. sure. And America Way is, to fill that pronunciation. And America is saying the last few uh, employees from the State Department? Yeah. They're going to be there? They're still employees in the State Department? Banksy? A lot uh-huh. of VIPs, okay? There we go. So there's some big names here. Well, don't worry, because some 160 VIPs will be offered thicker and bigger blankets than those given to other spectators. Oh, Jesus Said a Christ. committee official with no knowledge of the French Revolution. Oh, that feels gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let them use blankets. <laughs> Lily Hammer, for, for comparison's sake, in Lily Hammer 1994, things were so cold outdoors that organizers scraped the tradition of releasing doves, symbol of peace, because they were worried the birds might suffer. Instead, the Norwegians released uh, white dove-shaped balloons that froze upon entering the stratosphere and plummeted back to Earth, killing or maiming hundreds of birds. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so a bit, of a, bit of a misstep. IOC discussed Pyeongchang's cold weather at its executive board meeting last week. The executive director of the Olympic Games, Christoph Dubai... Dubi, uh, reassured the naysayers, it's not like we have not encountered this in the past, he said Wednesday, citing Lillehammer and the Salt Lake City Games and probably like every other Winter Olympics, because yeah. come on, it's the Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, fuck this noise. Are people really like, oh, we're worried it's going to be too cold? No, it's the Winter Goddamn Olympics. It should be too cold. I'm I want a recreation it. of the ice bowl. That sounds horrible. <laughs> 67 NFL championship. It was like negative 50. Yeah, so fuck that. Joining us now on the podcast, we have on uh, a hot hot button figure in uh, in sports today, Leangelo Ball. Oh, you're too nice to me. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for coming on the podcast, hey, Leangelo. I, I, don't, I don't think you're the hot button issue. I think, as you know, yeah. your, your father is more the hot button. I don't so, know. I stole but, a pair of sunglasses yeah. recently. I'm only 19, and I got a lot of pressure been on, on me. Been on a whole emotional roller coaster here. Yeah, Ar- arrested for shoplifting in yep. China, oh, that, yep. held there briefly, eventually In freed. a luxury hotel, yeah, uh, that was yeah. me. 
a very public conflict between your father and the president of the United States yeah. over who, who, who helped you get out of China. My dad won that one. Yep. And then uh, returned to find out you've been suspended by UCLA yep. because of what you did. You had to see that coming. Yeah. Oh, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Then you know why? Because I partied hard my freshman year of college. Absolutely. Yeah. And then removed from UCLA by your father. Yep. And now... Uh, Going to be playing professional basketball in Lithuania. Lithuania, yeah. So this is a bit of a departure. I'm not talking Lithuania State. I'm playing in the pros. Lithuanian (laughs) pros. Yeah, well, that's great. And this is a big jump for you because obviously right now you play college. You don't play for money. And now you're going to be thrust into the limelight. Oh, this party is never stopping. It's like college times 100 in Lithuania. Really? Yeah. From the second I landed, it was just straight up party, like just like a Van Wilder movie. Boy, I really. I, I always thought of Lithuania as like you know more like dreary former Soviet state. No, come yeah. on. No, I'm a professional basketball player there. I get everything I want. Oh, that's true. I mean, if okay. you're a professional basketball player in a place like Lithuania, I gotta assume oh, well, life yeah. is pretty sweet. Well, at UCLA, we had lots of house parties and beautiful women. Lots yeah. of house parties. Yeah. I can only imagine what it's like to be a college athlete. Yeah, in Lithuania, this town. people drink in alleys. <laughs> Yeah. So you can just go into any alley you want. It's kind of like you're hop, party hopping every night. Huh. And so are they, this are is they a, drinking like jungle juice in those alleys. Oh, they drink, it's all unlabeled. You don't know what you're drinking. <laughs> oh, that's but it burns. Yeah, that's a fun little party. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of different, but the same. Oh, it's fun though. Okay. Everywhere you go is a party. People are drinking literally every night. And literally I, everybody. People of all ages. Yeah. It's like a more inclusive college experience because it's not just people eighteen to twenty three. Well, it's that's people actually, of all ages. That's probably probably good for your you know overall cultural awareness. Oh, you know, expanding yeah. your horizons, seeing a new place, learning a new culture, that sort yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel a little lecherous asking you this, but as I don't know, I mean, I'm going to do it anyway. What are the women like? Oh, the I, women. I can only imagine what it'd be like to be oh. going to UCLA and a star basketball player and famous in the city of Los Angeles. Like, yeah. You know what? I, I mean, no disrespect to LA women, but okay. you know. You meet L.A. women, there's really high expectations. You know, they see celebrities all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they don't even give you the time of day, right? You have to take them to a fancy restaurant, $100 a plate. Or you need to take them back to a clean dorm room. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I feel like that's just a bit oh. of fancy... $100 a plate, clean dorm room. I don't know that those are I'm equal. in college. I'm a freshman. Right. I, yeah. No. I Back off, old man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. In Sorry. Lithuania, though, yeah, you got an unmoldy heel of bread. You're the king, baby. You're the king. What would if if you say I don't know with that unmoldy piece of bread? If you also heel had heel of they bread, they like the heels because right. it's got more texture. <laughs> what if you also had maybe like I don't know, say a piece of ham or something? Like oh, that. if you put a piece of ham on that, you you could buy a house. <laughs> Have you seen much ham in Lithuania? No, not really. But if you did, you could buy a house. <laughs> and what are the what are the women like? Oh, the women they're they're you know they're beautiful souls. You know yeah. what? They're they're beautiful, beautiful souls. Not much to look at, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a lot of experience with a lot of women, so you know what? I've had the beautiful women. Now I'm having Lithuanian women. <laughs> okay, it's a little okay. bit of a different experience. Yeah, all right. It's great because you can go up to them. They could you you just say. Hey, can I get your phone number? I'll send you a text, and they just go, "Please, can I have a, can I have some money?" You're like cutting right to the chase. Wow, we're yeah, already they don't, in the they date. Don't mess around. They yeah, kinda, they kind of sound like we're prostitutes. deep in the date. 
It's already happening. All right, well, well, how about the uh, the facilities? Uh, how, how would oh, you compare yeah. UCLA to... I mean, world-class to... facilities, the Poly Pavilion, yeah, and obviously UCLA, the yeah. training facilities They've there. They've got me on a whole new training regimen. It's not like UCLA. Because mm-hmm. when you start, every day when you go there, you got to blow up the basketballs with your mouth. <laughs> I see. It helps you build lung capacity. That makes okay, sense. Yeah. At least that's what I think the coach is saying. I don't speak the language. Is it hard? I imagine it's really difficult to get... To get the basketballs to the appropriate it PSI. It takes hours. <laughs> hours to do. And you know what? After you're done with that, just to build your upper arm strength, you have to build a basketball hoop. <laughs> wow. That's not easy. Cutting yeah. down the trees the hardest part. <laughs> you're building them from wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like most are metal in this day and age. You know, most are metal in America. There they do it a little. They're a little more natural. They're a little more organic. Uh, okay, yeah. oh, I get it. Oh, that's nice. You know, so you were, you were blowing up basketballs and cutting down trees by hand in order yep. to build basketball hoops. It kind of sounds like uh, Rocky's training regimen in Rocky Ford. Oh, yeah, where he's uh, dragging the logs through the deep snow. Yeah. It's kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like Drago where I've got uh, the chemicals being injected into me while I'm on the high-tech treadmill. You know, the classic divide between the Soviet Union and America. You know, all 19-year-olds know the plot of Rocky IV really intricately. (laughs) 19-year-olds love it. Now, what about the game day experience? Now, UCLA, again, Poly Pavilion, great crowds. Oh, yeah. Great fans. Obviously, you played in already in a couple big games in your college career. Oh, yeah. How does that differentiate to Lithuanian crowds oh, and games great. there. It's great. First of all, you, they've got the coolest mascots there. I'm on the East Lithuanians Dirty Sheets, <laughs> the mascot. It's pretty I, great. I imagine that's an easy mascot to get a costume oh, they, for. Yeah, the mascot, it looks like he's just running around a dirty sheet like some <laughs> sort of poor Halloween ghost. Are you sure that that is the mascot and not like a homeless person? It's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> But you know what? It really gets the crowd riled up, which is great. And the cheerleaders. Oh, my gosh. The cheerleaders. Yeah. They wear the shortest skirts when the bottom of their long dresses are ripped off. And many (laughs) of them are ripped very badly. But on the other hand, from what I hear, they usually uh, pass those down generationally. Oh. So it's impressive there's any skirt left at all. Yeah. What about the, the fans in Lithuania? The fans are fantastic. They're They're all making a noise like... (laughs) <laughs> that's just how they cheer okay okay that sounded like, very uh, breathy uh, okay what it's about creepy at first especially with the dirty ghosts running around what about a, a rival you know ucla uh, west lithuania okay oh my gosh they're the worst they're like the rich kids on the other side of the tracks oh my god they're gosh. the west lithuania not as dirty sheets <laughs> Not as dirty sheets. That's their that's their mascot. It and what is like a, a very intentionally confrontational oh, yeah. mascot? One of the people in the audience was wearing a tie. So they're the rich kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be the president of Lithuania. I can't tell. Well, he would be a West Lithuania yeah, fan, wouldn't exactly, he? Exactly, exactly. But don't worry, we beat him every time. Oh, so, that's great! Uh, I yeah. think also worth bringing up uh, when you were obviously when you were a college athlete, no no options for endorsement. You were supposed to remain a quote unquote. Oh, I yeah. have all the en- endorsements running yeah, in dollars. Yeah, you can dollars. absolutely take advantage of that. Yeah, if, absolutely. When you're playing Lithuania. Yeah, there was. A, I just got. I'm now endorsed by Clean Water. <laughs> oh, is that is, what does Clean translate to? In yeah, Lithuania? is that a brand oh, name just, uh, like of a bottled drink, water? It's potable water. You can drink it. <laughs> 
Oh. You are the spokesperson yeah. for potable water. I and you know what? They pay me in potable water because it's not readily available there. So what? Give me an I, example I can of some. I actually go down to the store with potable water and trade it for anything I want in the store. It's the most valuable thing there. Give me an example of what you say in your commercial for clean water. Oh, it's it's just like the Gatorade commercials. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing basketball, right? I'm blowing yeah. up the basketball. I'm building the thing. <laughs> And then I go, when you're blowing up a basketball, you sweat. And then it's just a cool montage of me sweating. And that's like, when you're building the net, you lose electrolytes. Yeah. And then it shows me building the thing. And then I go, potable water, you need it to survive. That's gripping. It's pretty gripping. Yeah, absolutely gripping. It's a good selling point. Oh, that is. A I mean, I don't know how much you really need to sell people on that product. Oh, most people don't have it. <laughs> well, sure. But- yeah. <laughs> What you're really doing is dangling the carrot so that they are more encouraged to go out and make money because it reminds them that they're dying. <laughs> it's I guess it's a different approach to marketing. It's than a different approach. Yeah, you know reason. what? In America, it's such a consumerist culture. Uh, there, it's a it's like a food, water, shelter, sunlight kind of thing. <laughs> it's a different. It's a completely different list of priorities. Yeah. Well, it's, it sounds like it. Yeah. And 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 do you think? Do you see yourself playing there? Uh, I don't want to keep it too much longer, but do you, do you see yourself playing there? F- how long? Oh, yourself- yeah. I can see myself playing there another two, three months before somebody gets me the <laughs> hell out of here. Really? Just anyone. I'll take yeah. any deal. UCLA, take me back. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine with this. was all sarcasm. <laughs> I didn't mean any of this. Oh, thank you very much, Leangelo. You're yeah, welcome. Good, good luck in Lithuania. Joining us now on the podcast is an anonymous member of the Charlotte Hornets. Thank you for having me. Uh, we've disguised your voice. This is a voice changer. This yep. is not and what I really sound like. You're wearing a balaclava right now so that we cannot see your face. It's very hard to breathe inside of this. And I was sitting in the corner. a jumpsuit that prevents us from identifying any other distinguishing you features about you. don't know my skin color or my build. Yeah. Well, we know you're tall. Yeah. Don't you tell anybody yeah, about I, that. People assume that you're tall. Well, this you, isn't the veil of secrecy. I'm here to finally reveal, as deep throat of the Charlotte Hornets, what Michael Jordan said in the not yelling meeting. Yeah, I, now here's the thing. I don't think we would care as much about this had they not told us specifically we were not telling you yeah. what the, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those as soon as you told us we couldn't have it, we want it. Oh yeah. yeah. And and once you said he wasn't yelling, I mean, you'd assume based on your play thus far this season, there there would be yelling. Oh no, yeah, he wasn't yelling. He was just being a passive aggressive little bitch. What? <laughs> yep, he never yelled. He just went player to player and insulted us in really pissy ways. Wait, oh. why would he do that? That doesn't seem very I'm not constructive. Sure. <laughs> I don't understand what was going on in that room. So, could, I mean, could you give me an example of what he oh, would do? Oh, sure. So he went up to one anonymous player that's not me, and he said, Hey, nice haircut. What do you need? A pair of scissors or a mirror? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always I, heard I kinda... that Jordan was quite the trash talker, and so I'm he a little confused. He was trash talking. I'm a little confused as to that one because that... That seems like pretty weak tea to me. And then yeah. he went up to another player that wasn't me and said, I saw your mother last night. She said moo. Okay. It's your basic your yo mama joke. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't feel like that. That feels like regular aggressive. Really though. hurt his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Nope. Cuts the bone. Yeah. Well, when Michael Jordan says it digs on your mom, that's not yeah. cool. Yeah. He then went into a third player who wasn't me. It said, P.U., something reeks in here. It must be your jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. And now we're getting to an area where if Michael Jordan can absolutely criticize a jump shot, I think. Yeah. Michael Jordan gets yep. to say whatever the fuck he wants about anybody's jump shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said it also could be your dirty underwear. He's a Hanes spokesman. He's probably yeah. Pretty, he's probably you know, hi- hypersensitive to those things. Probably. Then he went up to a fourth player, who certainly wasn't me. Right. We got that. <laughs> yep. And he said, "Hey, you look like you're putting on a lot of weight, and not where it counts, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> By this time, all of us started understanding the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of shirked to the back of the room because right. we didn't yeah. want to be the next you one. Wanted to be, you wanted to avoid this sort of harassment. Yeah. yeah, this sounds like just garden variety, like bad, just pithy statements, just very mean. Yeah, but before a fifth player, who certainly isn't me, could get to the back of the room, Michael Jordan said to him, Hey, I've won a bunch of NBA championships. What have you won besides World's ugliest nose wow very specific I, now I want to look at a team photo and try yeah, to don't like try to guess I feel like we can pick out that guy <laughs> don't try to guess yeah. that wasn't me I mean well based on the way that your balaclava fits I gotta be seems... honest all of these were about me oh, oh he only talked to me <laughs> he really just picked on you I stink I have dirty underwear my <laughs> jump shot is bad my haircut's not so good yo, yo mama is fat my mama is very fat <laughs> Oh, so that was accurate. You actually didn't say anything else to anybody else. Sounds like the whole thing was just set up to humiliate. No, they humiliate. were taping it for a Comedy Central roast. <laughs> well, if you get a Comedy Central roast, that's good, right? I guess. It really hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh. Well, I should have never <laughs> opened up about this. It just made me feel worse. I thought talking to someone would make me feel better. <laughs> But it didn't. It just made the pain. I relived it again. Yeah. I'm sorry Michael Jordan was so mean to you. Yeah, I mean, I there's, no, there's no excuse for that sort of behavior. Oh, Michael Jordan also sent me a message to tell you guys. What's yeah. that? What did he they say? They said, what stinks in here? Oh, wait. It's just this podcast. Okay, that seems entirely unnecessary. And your underwear. Wait till he gets his hands on you. Okay. Thank you very much, Anonymous yeah. Player. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, the biggest stoners in sports, part two. Hey, oh, more where did, where did we stoners. leave off last time? Was it Ricky Williams? I felt like the most sympathetic member of the last list. Last one was Ricky yeah. Williams, yeah. yeah. Yeah, agreed, agreed. This one starts with Tim Linecombe. Tim Lincecum. <laughs> Tim Linecum. <laughs> if there's one athlete who not only tokes, but looks the part of a stoner, it's star baseball player Tim Linecum. Lin- Lincecum. Tim Lincecum. Pop for possession in 2009, the Giants giant with his flowing locks and laid-back NorCal attitude could be a bona fide baseball poster boy for dope. With Frisco fans coining the supportive term let Timmy smoke in chance at AT&T Park. As a result, 
Blind Cum himself alluded to his penchant for marijuana shortly immediately after scoring a World Series ring in 2010 when asked by ESPN what he thought fans were doing to celebrate the win. Blind Cum replied, there's lots of craziness, I'm hoping. Beer flowing, smoke in the air. Uh, Boy, I for a minute there, I was just like, well, I've never heard of this guy before. What an odd name. <laughs> there's, there's a C. There's two C's in his name. Lincecum. And yeah, he, he is one of those like... Uh, Joel, could you read me the top name right there? The one in bold? <laughs> they misspelled it. It says Tim Lincecum. Ro- Rollingstone.com has misspelled... That, yeah. yeah, and they misspelled it every single time they put it inside here. This well, whole they're article, not a sports publication. This yeah. whole article says line come. There's no C anywhere. Well, it looks like their Tim fact was about as good as it was with oh, the it does say, <laughs> top 100 guitarists. It says Tim Lincecum once by the Getty Images thing. But every time it's mentioned <laughs> in here, it's line come. When they're showing Tim the line credit come. of yeah. a photo, they got permission. You to- guys gave me so much crap about hating on Rolling Stone before, but... Here I didn't give are. you any crap. It says Tim Linecom. Tim, yeah, they misspelled the name. They panned every Led Zeppelin album. They're a bunch of dicks, and I don't know why people still care. Whatever. His new name is Tim Linecom. <laughs> Coming up next, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, I did not know that. I didn't either. Yeah. Basketball Hall of Famer Makes sense. Uh, Abdul-Jabbar tried to bring Herb from Toronto back to the U.S. in 1998, but he got caught. Just don't bring it on a plane, don't guys. Buy locally. Just- Police also arrested him on the suspicion that he was under the influence of marijuana. Though Pot didn't just score the athlete trouble, at least Tommy Chong attributes swag for keeping Abdul-Jabbar playing eight years past his prime. Wait, Hmm. what? Tommy Chong is... uh, Credits... Oh, swag. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning not good weed? Yeah. I guess. Uh, guys, I met Kareem Abdul-Jabbar once. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, I I had a friend who had another friend whose father was a writer for The Simpsons, so Sounds I got fake. to go to like a table read for not one of the good episodes of The Simpsons. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there, and then I got to go watch him record Dunk. with Dan, like record his part. In oh my an Episode with Dan Castellaneta. That's fun. Isn't that a fun little story? Congratulations! And uh, apparently, I should have offered him a joint. I mean, not that I had one at the time, but it would have been fun. Yeah, the Simpsons, you know, they smoke herb. Except for the ones, the Scientologists. I don't think they're allowed. Well, I think not anymore. I mean, oh. all of the writers seem to be, like, very old, established uh, people. Oh, that's too bad. So maybe not fun anymore. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Before oh, yeah. he ruled both Hollywood as a movie star and California's governor, Arnold they spelled it like that. Famously took the world of bodybuilding by storm, winning Mr. Olympia seven times. Is that a lot for Mr. Olympia? I don't really know. I mean, it's that's uh, it that's like incredible. Just con- considering how much part of it, like we're familiar with his acting career mostly. Yeah, but it's, it's, I guess we forget that for years his sole focus was bodybuilding. He was very yeah. successful before he was an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and apparently he was not so great to women during those days. But in between his reps on the weight bench, Schwarzenegger partook in the green stuff with uh, the Terminator even seen smoking a joint in his classic documentary, Pumping Iron. I have seen that. Oh, I have not seen that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he does a few reps and then he hits a joint like in the gym. He's very cool. Makes sense. He makes it look good. To his credit, Arnold didn't forget his roots while governor of California with the state, one of the first to loosen its weed law under his leadership. He was actually a pretty good governor, all told. Yeah. Man deserves a little credit for that. Yeah, we really got voices. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nate Newton. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. You knew this one was coming. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this. Well, perhaps not the most well-known name among the Schwarzeneggers and Linecoms of the sports world. They misspelled it again when they referenced back to it. It's unforgivable. Yeah, it this, is. Is, this is really pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm beginning to wonder if I don't know how his last name is actually spelled. I didn't know that you guys were laughing at, like, I was like, there's no Lincecum here. Yeah. Linecom. <laughs> Uh, Newton very deservedly claims a spot on any list of sports stoners. Back in 2001, the former Dallas Cowboy, then two years into retirement, was pulled over and found hauling an epic 213 pounds of the green stuff. Boom. Pretty great. I'm going to go ahead and say, not for personal use. Yeah. Yeah. If you thought Newton learned to never take big risk after that again, well, you'd be mistaken. A little over a month later, Newton was pulled over again, this time with 175 pounds of weed. No, no, no. He dialed it back by what? Like 40 pounds? That's not bad, yeah. <laughs> he probably called his lawyer and was he's like, yeah, apparently once you're over 200, it's the fuck you <laughs> laws. You gotta really be under 200 pounds. Yeah. Uh, after shipping off to prison for 30 months, Newton renounced his hazy marijuana day, saying, I got on my knees and said, God, I want you to make a deal. You protect me in here, and when I come out, I'll do everything I can to make it right. That's what he said. All right, we're running out of time. We got a few more. I'm just going to ramble them off. You ready? Okay, yeah. Bill Lee. <sighs> oh, Bill Spaceman, Spaceman Lee. Not yep. surprising. Spaceman. Classic. We can only so scratch the. That should be actually a future. Uh, wide world of wide world sports. Of yeah, sports. Nate and Nick Diaz, UFC stars. Oh, uh, out of my Nick. depth. Out of my depth. Yep, they like it. Uh, and then the honorable mention, Ronda Rousey. Oh, really? Yeah. Boy, everything you hear about Ronda Rousey just makes me like her more. Yeah. yeah. She said, I'm against testing for weed at all, she explained. It's not a performance-enhancing drug and it has nothing to do with competition. It's only tested for political reasons. You can't have a joint after you get your face beaten in. <laughs> that's that's when, the world coming to. That's when you're supposed to have a joint. Yeah. And that brings it into another wide world of weird sports. sports. After this, we're not going to smoke pot because, because it's still illegal federally. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings a close in the sports. 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 Podcast. But before we go, we'd like to bring back uh, the anonymous uh, player there. Yes, I'm back. Yeah, anonymous Charlotte right. Hornets player. Could you please give our uh, contact information? You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Make sure not to go through their likes because I may or may not be someone who likes their page. I don't want you to know who I am. Or you can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Make sure to use all 280 characters because I could be any of those 280 characters. Or you can find all of our back episodes at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. They will not modulate your voice. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Oh, I got to ask you guys something. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah. Um, oh, geez. Oh, it's, uh, how, how long is the podcast so far? Joel, I don't know. I'm not oh. keeping time. No, we're oh. not. What a dumb you were, question. You were, you were stalling out can to we, try can we to be look longer it up real and longer. Quick? No, because I'd have to stop recording to see where the time's at. Oh. Well, why don't you stop recording and then come back and we can tell... Lights all. off! You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.